Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. Or was I supposed to act that out? Well, hello and welcome to the China Shop. Step inside, everybody. We got ice-cold AC here in the China Shop. Get out from that heat. It's been terrible. Or maybe it's raining where you're at. Well, get in from the rain. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? Uh, Doing good. Nice and chilly. (laughs) (laughs) Right here in the shop where the AC lives. (laughs) Nice. Very nice. So come on in. Sit back, relax, rage against the stock market machine. We'd like to welcome any of the fabulous new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way to a complete set of fine china, sharing our ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut losses. If you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out the Knowledge Center on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We have all those links there for you in the episode description. Check them out. I, I like them all, but I am biased. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Kyle and I, <laughs> Kyle and I think the best place to be is probably our Discord server. Uh, we're just on there every day with a lot of other bulls hanging out, talking stocks, sharing charts, uh, you know, news stories, talking about everything going on. It's just an awesome place to be. So we'll have a link to that. Join up, sign up, and when you do, send us a private message uh, or an email with your home address, and we'll send you either a smash it yourself mug or shot glass straight from the shop. Yes. Oh, ah, all right, Kyle. I'm uh, I'm eager to get through this terrible, terrible, terrible. See, there's three adjectives. Show for you today. This insecure, <laughs> impotent, and glamorous episode. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, alliteration with the letter I is is rarely done. Well, well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got we got we got a great show for you today. We we thank you all for joining us. We got lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than oh, I didn't think of one. Shit, a bag of coke in the eighties. Wait, I used that one. An egg in a cookbook. AMC is naked shorts. Profane toddlers on the internet. Uh, more Shit. options than Dan has options for that. <laughs> and Dan has made options jokes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That works. Okay. You can tell how much prep I did for today's show. Yeah, somebody Reach got out a to new us, job. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to us, folks. We love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook, Discord. Uh, or if you're old school, you can always send us an email to the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com. That's two bulls at financialneptitude.com. Or give us a phone call, 725 22 bulls. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or Maybe you just had your friend's girlfriend get kidnapped by some Asians in San Francisco and you're about to go undercover to infiltrate 
a shady shipping operations warehouse where you think she's being held. That sounds kind of racist. Is that Big Trouble Little China? It's Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. <laughs> sounds a bit racist. Oh, it was mostly Asian actors, so I don't think it was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, folks. We just love it when you reach out. Oh, Kyle, I tried to make a song for our bet segment, but it came out so badly, I can't play it. Oh, did it really? Yeah, um, I haven't cracked it yet, but, but it's coming. Which, which one was this? <laughs> well, oh, you do want me to give it away. All right. Uh, I, I'll be trying, let me try and sing it so you can all enjoy the horribleness of oh, yeah. my unfettered voice. <laughs> People, let me tell you about this week's trades. I don't have the rest I'm of the cutting words. that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Actually, I do like that song idea. Oh, yeah. It's just my voice is, is the exact opposite of what you need for that fucking song to pull off. Right. <laughs> All right, Kyle, do we got any show news? Uh, the only thing really on the docket is Edmund McCormick, uh, founder of D-Chained. We'll be speaking with him on Tuesday, so we'll get that episode out Wednesday. And then we're going to try again to record with George Papazov and his mind over markets. Mm. Uh, I think we got that mm. for Wednesday now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, we yeah. Somebody, somebody blew us off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. There's your beef, Dan. We finally got it. Right. Scheduling <laughs> calls and not showing up. I bet uh, he was doing something finally. crazy, like taking care of his kid. I know, right? God. Or running a business. Or you're running an <laughs> empire. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. All right, should we talk about the bet? Yeah, let's talk about the bet. I don't know why I'm excited. I didn't do well. I didn't either, but at least I had a stop loss. I remember, I don't think you did. Oh, I did. I definitely did. Uh, I know because it's, it's in just my notes a lot right lower. here. Yeah, it's just, yeah, my stop loss was lower than yours percentage wise. Yeah. Well, how'd you do? Um, I picked SOXS on a rebound week where everybody bought the dip, like George likes to say, mm-hmm. every, everybody buys the dip until they don't. That's, that's when the market turns. Well, everybody yeah. bought the dip and I was betting on the, it was the market would be turning. So I bought SOXS, a, uh, a bear triple leverage semiconductor fund. Uh, I bought it at 877. And it uh, finished the week at 7.34, which triggered my $7.70 stop loss. So Mm. my precious, precious $493.15, it's turned into $432.98. So very, very painful. Ouch. Very, very painful. Uh, Okay, I don't feel quite so bad. No, you shouldn't. Uh, I had Vale, V-A-L-E, open the week at $21.56, stopped out the next day at $21, before closing the week at almost 22 Yeah. Very nice of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> took my bet total from $490.43 all the way down to four seventy-seven sixty-nine. Got a nice lead on Yeah, that's not the worst of it, though. Oh. The worst of it was Snow. God damn uh, you, Random's random. pick. I know. Uh, Damn the random. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, snow opened at 245.94 and closed the week at 264.92. So random went from 472.71 up to 509.19. Yeah, it did. Uh, Yeah. Fucking We're running out of time, Dan. I think we've got one more week before we have to. uh, And random with snow. Random's in the lead. All right. 
All right. Well, uh, we're, we uh, might both be doing something stupid this week or this month. No, oh, I got a, I got an ace up my sleeve. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll go over the new pick right. at the end of the show as we always all do, right. but uh, stay tuned on the edge of your seats. You'll be shocked. Right, then <laughs> I've got uh, last week's poll results. I'm going to hit those real quick. Yeah. Uh, last week we asked people if they still use cash. Uh, 44% said they prefer cold hard cash. 33% roughly were electronic only. And a staggering 22% said, what is cash? <laughs> 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 Never seen that so before pretty, in my life. Pretty even split, it looks like. And one last bit of stuff to get through. Dan, we need our 60 second update on your book oh, report. Oh, right. We do. I forgot we were going to need that. But that's okay because I uh, I finished the book, but I've split I split it into two parts so I can I can get the whole month. Okay. Um to God answer Margaret yet? No. No. Um, okay. All right. Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Would you remember where we left off? I forgot to put a note in this file. <laughs> um, let's see. Wasn't there like some creepy person? Uh, they're watching them chained. Oh, the brother got oh, mad because he got okay. wet. Okay. No, I, I see. I did mark it right. right. I did mark it right. Okay. 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 So there's a lot more judging the girl with the big boobs. Uh, Marge yep. really, really likes the guy Moose who does the yard work, but she feels peer mm. pressured to never admit it. Uh, they have a big dance. Uh, in the, the teacher dances with the girl with big boobs, of course. Oh, you the know. one that everyone thinks. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, when everybody thinks is so yep. such a hoe. <laughs> uh, they all look at boys' anatomy in an anatomy textbook. So they can see penises, um, and and then they steal a Playboy so they can look at grown women. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. When was this? This was in the seventies, right? Eighties, I believe. Seventies, eighties. There's no way they would have seen anything. I, it wasn't a textbook from school. It was an anatomy book her mom had, or something. No, shit. the Playboy. Oh, I'm saying oh. the Playboy. Well, yeah, <laughs> they would but no, have been they're by... They're just looking for boobs and bush. You know, that's what's fascinating <laughs> uh, yeah. to a twelve-year-old girl. Okay. Right. According to right. according to, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, then grandma goes on a cruise and her mom, Marge's mom writes holiday cards and Marge is really surprised because she writes to her grandparents in Ohio, which they really haven't mentioned the whole book. Uh, and she goes to a party. Uh, she, she notices she's getting some pubes. She stuffs her bra. They play spin the bottle. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, sounds enthralling. Yeah. She, she has her first kiss, but it's just a peck on the cheek. Oh, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> so are you enjoying it, Dan? That's the question I have to ask. No. No, not not even slightly. Uh not not even slightly. It's it's like a girl's coming of age book about fucking boobs and menstruations. Like, Jesus. It's like Twilight without like vampires. Without <laughs> <laughs> I feel like vampires the were the worst part of Twilight. <laughs> oh, you read I that too? I saw the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. I saw the movie, uh, and and it was the uh, people in the theater that were more entertaining. Shit, is that what we have to do next? Oh, my God. Are oh, we going to have to read Twilight? Read Twilight? Oh, fuck. No, please. 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 Sorry, Dan. 
Sorry, Dan. I think it just came out. Uh, Maybe that'll be our poll question. God damn it. All right. All right. Then I'm going to posit that the poll question should be, if we lose to random this month, should we both be forced to read Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey, the Twilight erotic fanfic, which I also do not want to read. I know. I think you're right, though. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. I think that's... I think that's fair. I'm writing it in my notes. Fuck. God damn you, random. <laughs> Why'd you Snow? have to throw Fifty Shades of Grey in there, you asshole? <laughs> I don't know. It just came out of my mouth. I didn't. It, Kyle, I heard it for the first time right when you did. Like, there was no thought to speech. It just popped out. So if it's Twilight, do we have to read all three of them or just the first oh, one? Oh, just the first one, man. I, I don't. Okay, thank Nobody got time for fucking three God. of those bullshits. <laughs> Time to move on to some news. Yeah, let's do some news. Well, we all know why we're listening today. The sharpest person with the week to replay. So sit back, we got some market affairs. Get some stories for the fools and the bears. Clowns running companies. Laws change overnight. Here we are. It's time for China Shop News. All right. Well, I know the the big headline for me has not changed. Is it inflation? Yeah, this is practically the same story as it was last week. Only this time, (laughs) it's uh, uh, the president, President Biden himself, has downplayed concerns about the recent bursts of inflation, maintaining that these surging prices are temporary cautioning Mm. restaurants Mm -hmm. and other hospitality businesses might take longer to come back gotcha didn't uh didn't yellen just come out yesterday or was that today and saying that uh, some drastic measures are gonna need to be taken that might have been yesterday the days are getting muddled yeah (laughs) so it's this good cop bad cop dynamic continues where Yellen keeps going, no, it's real, guys, and it's going to hurt. They're like, it's just like ripping off a Band-Aid. It just hurts for a little bit. Come on, guys. What about, Don't stop the party. What about Biden when he was playing good cop, bad cop all by himself with Facebook? Oh, <laughs> what was he doing? He basically, he told them that they're killing people because of all their uh, anti-vaccine messages they allow to propagate. And then when Facebook got mad... He's like, oh, come on, don't take it personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's that's the presidency now. It's, uh, right. you, you say something hyperbolic, and then everybody gets uh, re- reacts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, ah, oh, come on, I didn't really come mean you're killing on. What did people. I really mean by that? Yeah, <laughs> don't take it so personal. Don't take everybody it personal. Everybody kills somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody's rhetoric kills somebody sometime. Come on now. Oh, God. Did you watch uh, the Blue Origin flight? Because that's the one I'm, I've been itching to no, talk I about. No, I did not watch it. I had little interest in his Glamour project. No? I was interested because I wanted to see how it compared to space. And I got to say, I think Branson is definitely the better presenter. Oh, he's better I think showman. He made yeah. His, yeah, yeah, his was definitely looked a lot more entertaining. I get the feeling that if I'm going, if I have 200000 to drop on a flight, uh, I'm probably going with the Bransons because I think you're going to get treated like an astronaut. Ah, uh, yeah. He's selling the experience, not the flight itself. 
He's, right. He's, he's branding the whole experience. And I don't know if you saw, but the old lady they took up with them, uh, Wally. On, the, Wally on the Blue Origin flight? Yeah. Yeah. She had some not-so-kind things to say about her experience. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I can't wait till I'm an old codger like that. Get to say whatever the fuck I want. She, well, she <laughs> yeah, was thanks like for it. taking me to space. I wish I could have done more flips. It was kind of cramped. I uh, couldn't really see the earth like I wanted to. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like being in an airplane, but up a little bit higher. Yeah, it was definitely dark. <laughs> I don't know what she was... Th- wasn't she like an astronaut training? Shouldn't she know like what kind of view to expect? Like, yeah, you're not going to see the blue marble. I don't know. I don't know. I know you can't even see the whole Earth from the ISS. Yeah. You're going to get a lot higher up to get the Earth in one porthole. Yeah. But yeah, apparently it was pretty cramped. I think uh, there's even a clip there when they were, like, playing the the communications going on where they asked her to move her head out of the way. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, could you move your head? We can't see out that back window. I don't know if it was for that or because they were trying to do flips and they're throwing Skittles in the, each other's mouths and other, you know, the stuff you do when they you're in space. Skittles into each other's mouths? Uh, at least, I think Bezos threw a Skittle into the 18-year-old Danish kid's mouth. But there is also another bit of news that dropped on the day of that flight. Uh, the FAA went and decided to change the definition of commercial astronauts, like what it takes to become an astronaut. Oh, so yeah. So basically any of these paying customers are not going to get to be astronauts anymore. <laughs> 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 like you have to do something to advance like the whole like industry, I think is what right. the term was. An and astronaut. just paying money and then going there is not considered, uh, you know, doing you know anything special right. for the an astronaut is involved in science <laughs> science or testing something you know other than just having money yeah yeah not <laughs> you, you took a you took a cruise to outer space yeah That's so uh, i don't know i still see the appeal to it i Still think there's going to be a lot of people lining up to do this, but uh, like Elon Musk, he won't get his astronaut wings based on these new criteria. Oh, that's right. When he get so wait, so Branson has them. Does Branson have them? Yes, yes. Wow. I think he was able to get his because I mean, obviously, it's his company. That's his crown. He won the crown. Yeah, and the other two guys yeah. don't get it. That's fucking hilarious. Well, I don't know. Bezos might still get it because he's still actually doing stuff for the industry. So I don't know. It's all kind of muddled now at this point. Uh, I think it's kind of a, I think it's a gray area whether or not the two founders will get theirs or get to keep them. But yeah, after all that shade they were throwing on Virgin Galactic, uh, getting an asterisk next to their astronaut status, uh, they're going to get their own asterisk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got for news, Dan? This is, feels like a minor story. Uh, the mm-hmm. Lucid Motors, one of the uh, the EV companies. Um, that announced the deal with uh, a SPAC, Churchill Capital Corp, CCIV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they announced the deal in February. Uh, their stock's going to start trading on the NASDAQ Monday. Okay. You can still trade CCIV, just uh, now it's going to actually convert to yeah, Lucid. LCID. Okay. Lucid Motors, LCID. Uh, so we'll see if they... Uh, 
if they see get, if the name change gives any <laughs> gives any boost. Well, any if bump it's, to yeah. If it's what was Churchill Capital already trading on the Nasdaq? Uh, CCIV was on the New York Stock Exchange. Okay, so would getting added to the Nasdaq mean that it's going to get added to the Nasdaq ETF? Well, I don't know. Are they getting added to the Nasdaq index, or are they getting added to is the Nasdaq an exchange? Because I think the two are different. No. Okay. I feel like I should know the answer to that, as I long as I've been doing this show. Feel, I feel like, yeah, we, we both are really exposing <laughs> our financial ineptitude right here uh, on the air. Wait, I know. Why don't you look that up, and then I'll briefly touch on uh, the infrastructure bill while you're looking up the answer right. to that. Uh, the infrastructure bill has been, uh, let's see, having trouble getting passed, to say the least. I think even getting to an agreement has been kind of a, a, a bit of a problem here. Uh, but Monday, they're thinking that should be the bipartisan bill, should hit the Senate floor. Uh, more than 20 senators seeking to finalize an agreement on the nearly $1 trillion package. The proposal is going to include $579 billion in new spending, plus $394 billion in baseline spending. Uh, so far, the biggest problem has been like how to pay for the package, because Republicans do not want to okay any of the higher taxes, and Biden doesn't want to raise... Uh, what they're calling user fees. Um, not sure what that means. Well, I guess if it's infrastructure, it'd be like whatever you're paying to get power, maybe? Or toll roads or any of that um, kind of stuff? Yeah, you're talking about the infrastructure investments on how that could help the economy and not be contributing to the inflation concerns? Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't really listening. I'm trying to do two things at once. Apologies. Oh, Strike that. No, no, I was... Just say the, the the problem with the infrastructure bill right now is how to pay for the package. Republicans don't want higher taxes, and then Biden doesn't want to raise uh, user fees. Oh, yeah. Which I assume yeah. are things like uh, like the utility rates or like for transmission of power or probably tolls or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it sounds well, like they're close. I uh, guess we'll see. I have not found the answer. Okay. Well, we'll just... We'll just look like idiots. God damn it. <laughs> Not like it's the first time. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so, all I got for, for news, Dad. <laughs> so I guess the long story short of it is is it may get added to some funds that track NASDAQ electric vehicle stock. There was uh, Amazon, I think, uh, yeah, Rivian, an EV, I think, battery company. The, the webpage isn't loaded, but... Uh, they raised two and a half billion dollars in new funding from Amazon and Ford. So it looks like Amazon is is starting to make acquisitions into the EV market. Oh, nice. Uh, the Nasdaq is an index and an exchange. So I guess the question is: Are they trading on the exchange, or are they getting added to the index? According to your story, uh, probably trading on Mike the exchange. Yeah, that'd be my yeah, guess. It's, it's, they use the phrase set to trade on the NASDAQ. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Should we, uh, should we move on from the shit show? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This shit should. show is brought to you by Super. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> At Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing li- lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. 
With over 20 years of experience, Sue has helped thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, even reverse mortgages, Sue will help. She's licensed in 26 states and growing. So reach out to her and see what Sue can do for you. Best way to get a hold of her is to just give her a call at 520-977-7904. Or you can send her an email at spullen at fairwaymc.com. That's S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com. That phone number is 520-977-7904. And Sue actually knows what she's talking yes. about. Oh, yeah. No, Sue's legit. Total expert. Speaking of Badass. legit, uh, Trey Pro Academy, 100% legit. Oh, God. Highly recommend checking them out. They've done a world of difference for our uh, repertoire. Mm-hmm. No, that's stupid. Our abilities, our understanding of the market, our... Uh, uh, Expertise. Yeah, I should write something you, down for this. Know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, they have it. They have it, and they teach it in a way that's entertaining. And it's... yeah, they they teach you the real tools. They they lay it all out step by step, make it easy to understand. And uh, there's a lot of content, but once you get through it, it really they do a good job of on the repetition of the important points that, re- and they really hammer them home. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Kyle and I are now looking at charts completely differently than we used to. Yeah. Yeah, what was it before? Ooh, look at it going up. Look at that going up. Look at that going look... down. Uh, I might have had it on candle patterns, but I don't think I understood what they I were. I never did. I was always like, what is all this noise? Just give me the stupid line. I know. Give me the line. Yeah. I just want the line. <laughs> and now I'm like, God, give me the candles. I got to know what was happening. Tell me yeah, the story of the sense. stock. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you like history and battles and, and edgier <laughs> seat excitement, uh, yeah. George will turn the stock market into that for you. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got an affiliate link in the description. You guys can check that out. We get commission if you do sign up, so it's a great way to support the show and help oh, yourself. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Can't speak highly enough of the Trade Pro Academy. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm almost to the order flow courses, Kyle. I'm really excited. I feel like that's the last piece of the toolkit for me to, to make just consistently good trades. I'll be... St- Starting on the options uh, next week. Hopefully, I'll get through those a lot quicker. I've been putting it off yeah, a little it's, bit. It's okay to take a breather between the two. You know, George said, told us not to rush. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, but I really want to get to it. Right? Speaking <laughs> of really wanting to get to it, let's talk about making them trades. Okay. You say you want a ticker that wins. The bell just rung. It's time to get. Well, to continue plugging TradePro, uh, my best trades this week were all off of Vico's trade plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nailed a big move on Neo and a big move on Peloton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one Uh, happening. Yeah, you made like five bucks a share on that, didn't you? Oh, shit. You own options contracts. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I bought to open the weekly Neo calls for, at forty five fifty. I bought them at seventy four cents, and I ended up selling them at a dollar thirty. And if I could have day traded, I, w- I would have been able to sell them uh, at almost two dollars. Nice. So how are you using his? Because he sends out his morning plan in the morning uh, on Twitter. Yeah. He gives levels. He has uh, points above and below where he likes calls or puts. And then he usually has uh, like a pivot point on there too, right? Yeah. So the ones I'm looking at, he releases, he says above this point, he's going to buy calls. And below this point, he's going to buy puts. Okay. So, but are you looking for anything else to confirm that? Absolutely. Uh, are you just buying them as soon as it jumps above? No, like, how are you actually utilizing I'm, that information? I'm watching it to pass that line on the, mm-hmm. the three, five, and 15 minute can, uh, candle charts. And I want to see, uh, uh, well, I'll do it with, if, with the, the three and the five. I want to see the volume spike. I want to see a big green volume candle underneath as it's passing that. Uh, mm-hmm. then, then I want to depend, depending on the, the, the speed and volume, I may, I may wait to, to, to let it, you know, stay there and confirm and start moving up again before I snap it up. Uh, uh right. but if it's going fast enough, uh, and you know, I'm seeing enough confirmation candles that, yeah, you, you're, they're the confirmation candles. You just grab them. And because yeah. I'm doing yeah. it on a five minute chart, like I should be day trading every trade. Um, mm-hmm you know, moving, moving out on the five minute chart as well. What's been tough is I'm making more trades than I should be. And, and like, while I hit some home runs, like Peloton, uh, bought them at a dollar 65, ended up selling them at, oh, where, did I not post where I sold them? Shit. No, uh, you didn't. <laughs> I sold them at like <laughs> five fifty, man. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how do you know when to get out of it then? What are you looking at to get out of those trades? Okay, so so that comes down to to the market structure and the very basics of the trade pro stuff. Um mm-hmm. the the bull cycle continues with higher highs and higher lows and the the bear cycle continues with lower lows and lower highs. So right. if I grab like when I grab Peloton uh, $124 puts as it was at $124.50 on its way down. I was able to hold that so long and sell it the next day for such a big profit because it kept breaking through the levels of the prior highs. Like like if you know on its on its on its way up, Peloton made higher highs and higher lows. And now that it's coming down, it's breaking those lines where the you can draw them from oh, those higher oh, highs oh. and higher lows that it had on the way up. And if you match gotcha. those to the volume profile, where the volume mm-hmm. comes out, when it smashes through, like Peloton was doing on firm red candles just going down, I'm like, well, I'm not getting out of this. It, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't found, it hasn't found any resistance on the way down. It hasn't found a support yet. Right. So I'm waiting for it to find a support on. Well, if you're day trading, it would be the, the, the you know, correlating the the like two and three and i think if four hour chart is the longest on a day mm. for day trade i don't like these in the four hour personally i just started using it today trying to trying to get the hang of it but anyway yeah that's so so you're looking for volume confirmation at your key levels so you like you're if you if you've lined it up with the volume profile right and you're looking at it right with those important highs and lows tops and bottoms 
then you know you can see and i was i was really excited because peloton had gapped up and right i i was so i was watching i was like if this fucker gaps down it, it's getting all the way to 124 so i bought those sorry it's getting all the way down to 118 since they're 124 dollar calls that's you know six dollars intrinsic yeah uh it didn't get all the yeah. way down to 118 it didn't gap back down like it gapped up but it had no it had a hard time finding support i think it found support around 119 yep uh, that's pretty close that's still a good payday yeah right right i saw that i saw that my eyes lit up when it when it it turned the corner it found its top and it just started going down and the volume just started kicking <laughs> in and my eyes lit up and i went oh buy the puts dan buy them puts so i'm having better success with his and i'm not at the point where yeah. i'm finding my own yet uh but i'm closing so in. that was yeah that, that was the next thing i wanted to, to talk about is how you can learn from the stuff that he's doing then. So I know he posts his stuff out pretty close to market open, yeah. but are you going back and looking at his charts? And like, if you see that he's got like Piton for this morning mm-hmm. or Friday morning, do you go back and look at it up through Thursday? Cause you can use trading view and like turn off like the next days. Uh, you can go back in time basically with that. Uh, are you going through there then and doing your chart analysis to see if you catch the same levels? Because um, that would be one way to help help learn what he's doing and how he's doing it. I wouldn't say that I'm trying trying to predict, like, because I guess you know I could look in free market if I knew which ones he was looking at. I could look as well, uh, like you're saying. I, I guess if he posted it and then I, I loaded it up, um just just based on the names and like to try not to pay attention to the numbers uh, I might be able to find them what I'm but trying you can go to- on trading view and you can actually rewind the clock on it basically you can uh, basically turn it back to you know whatever time that list was posted at and then go back through and do your chart analysis on it and see if you can come see if you can figure out where he got his levels from and why they were important to him oh yeah you know what I mean yeah I know I know what you're saying but w- what I'm saying is is I don't need to do that because oh, okay. the options videos are, are, are him explaining that. And I've been watching that. What you need to do is find the companies that move like he does. Right. And that's actually um, okay. In my long-term plan has, as it's been evolving. That's one of the things I decided to do was, was like David Modell said, it's better to be an expert on, on a smaller mm-hmm. number of stocks. So I, I kind of made a watch list that... Uh, for myself that has uh, trying to get at least one company in every sector. I'm trying to get companies mm-hmm. that are liquid. You know, these are big cap companies, big names and companies that have high open interest on their options. So I can trade these options contract. Uh, gotcha. So, so one of the ones we actually both were looking at today, uh, Johnson and Johnson, that was my healthcare stock. Mm-hmm. So I put it on the watch list and it's like, I don't care what it's doing right now. I need to start watching and mapping these levels, and then I can start using these levels and knowing Johnson and Johnson, and you know I can start using them to day trade. Right. Uh, and and the idea is to have a list long enough so I always have something to, to do, but short enough to where I can actually get to know each one of these stock tickers. That's a good idea. I mean, that is something that I've noticed with Vico's tweets too is that he has the the same companies pop up frequently. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's kind of done the same thing. I think he's an expert on certain stocks, and mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Well, did you do anything else besides that? Oh, I you had two great trades. It sounds like you didn't have I the rest lo- of the week was very good. I lost. Uh, I lost all over the board, <laughs> man. I, I had a bad week. <laughs> um, I lost on some Capital One puts. I lost a lot of money on TSM puts. Like I joined you on that one. And <laughs> and what's bad about that? too is i was you know i also lost money on some soxs shares so mm-hmm. it's like if i'm betting against semiconductors and then i buy puts on a semiconductor company what have i just done oh that's i fucking double yeah, bet just double yeah 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 so that was bad uh i lost money some i think i lost did i lose money on the veil puts i bought some veil puts when when they turned. oh yeah we lost money on those yeah we lost yeah, money I on did those <laughs> Well, it dropped below the level that we had on it, and I thought, uh, oh, oh, yeah, fuck, switch it out. Switch it out. If I would have just kept my original calls, I would have been fine. Switch it out, that'll work. The opposite of what yeah. I thought was happening. The problem was, I don't think we waited for confirmation on any of those. Nope. TSM nope. or Veil, I think, uh, what was the other one? Uh, AMC. We got excited because the alerts dinged, and we, we, at least I did, and I acted, and I didn't think it through. Yeah. I also bought uh, some puts on LYV, but I I think everything that I've bought on the weekly lost, and everything that's at least a monthly contract that has a shot or is doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> LYV, I bought $70 puts, but I bought those when because it, it opened on Monday, and we had a level, I think it was seventy seven fifty roughly. If it dropped below that, we wanted to look at puts. Yeah, and then we're targeting like seventy four, but it like opened at like almost seventy four, so we really couldn't do anything with it there. Mm-hmm. But the next day it came up, or maybe it was that day. No, it was the next day. It came up to about seventy seven fifty, and it looked like it was hitting resistance there. So I ended up buying some puts, thinking that it was going to fall again. Like that was the the kiss back. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely jumped up again the next two days, but uh, still holding those. Still don't think it looks all that strong. I might cut those next week, though, if it doesn't uh, continue to the downside. Um, I bought some BlackBerry calls for August 20th that I'm holding to. $11 calls. I got it $0.49 cents that were up to almost $0.90 cents, uh, yesterday before they tanked today. Yeah. Uh, but I think I want to add more to that. I really want... I think I might actually want to get some September or maybe even some, like, January. I had such a hectic day. I didn't put this on the Discord server, but I did pick up some BlackBerry September 17th calls. I think I saw that on there. Okay. Well, I picked up two sets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, When it dipped today, I was like, oh, now I can buy the $11 calls instead of the 12. Oh, (laughs) I can buy them at the same price I got the 12 for? Well, I still want the 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I'll buy a set of 11 as well. <laughs> I was looking, I, I don't think the, I think the the January, um, like, 12 or $13 calls are still pretty cheap, too. They're, like, less than a buck. Oh, wow. Anytime you get more time on it, yeah, there's really not a whole lot of volatility on that. I still have shares from the first round of options that I bought on when it spiked up to 20. Yeah. That I was hoping to keep to sell premium on, but it's just not worth it right now at this point. There's no volatility on it. But yeah, I think I want to get some more of those. I think uh, was it the Bam investors now started coverage on it. He's he's saying it's prime for a move bigger than AMC made. That's what he's saying, and he did call AMC before it got all crazy. So I thought, why not? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm seeing what he's seeing. I mean, I like the stock. I've liked it for a while. It it does look like it turned around. Uh, the move that I'm most proud of, you had your piton. Yeah. The one I'm happiest with, though, is the HZNP. Oh, yeah. That was on our... That was on our swinger list. We mm-hmm. both actually found that. It was on both of our lists, and we combined them. Yep. Uh, it broke above uh, yesterday. Was that Thursday? The 22nd? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. It's had some good volume with it. I bought some calls at $4.50. They're $100 calls, August 20th expiration. And it hit 103 today before it kind of started falling off a little bit. I'm going to have to look a little closer on that on Monday, though. I may have to jump out of those because that looks like it's starting to form a morning star. Yeah. Um, with a bit of a doji. So, yeah, if it doesn't uh, continue moving, I'm going to have to jump out of those, but should at least make a little bit of money on them. Jump out of those? That's at an all time high. Right. It's at an all time high, which is great. Jump out of them. Yes. And then, you, then you're looking to, to catch some support. If it yep. if it bounces off ninety six is support with a strong green candle, mm-hmm. I can buy them calls again. Yep, and then That's exactly what I was thinking. And then wherever it turned around is going to be the next support level to watch. Yeah, and you can keep 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 trading HZMP all the way up. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about it is the calls aren't very liquid, and the stock itself isn't all that liquid. I think it averages about a million in shares in volume, so. That may not be one of my long-term plans. That's that's the reason I didn't follow that play. Yeah, and that's probably was a smart move. I saw it, I watched it, and I was like, eh, the liquidity sucks. And I was making bad moves left and right, so I thought, the less I do, the better at this point. <laughs> the worst move I made was AMC, trying to get yep. cute with uh, a weekly call on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That... I sold the ones that I had the day before, so I had a bit of a missing out because when it jumped up again, I thought, oh, it's on its way down, I'll grab it now. And yeah, by the time I finally sold it, I exceeded my maximum loss allotment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was no longer allowed to trade for the rest of the week. But that meant that I was not able to try to play it Friday when I basically paper traded it. I saw that I could have had the shares or the contracts that I wanted at their $36 strike. I could have bought them at 35 cents roughly a contract and the stock finished at over 37 on the week oh that would have been a great trade yeah would have been awesome and i'm sitting here thinking like well now i see why i want to be a little more selective (laughs) yeah so hopefully that helps that lesson stick a little bit harder in my head about cutting a trade before you exceed that that maximum allowance yeah i need to i need to learn that lesson myself jesus Ah, yeah, I think that pretty much covers everything. Should we go over some earnings? Yeah, let's hear about some earnings. My motto's always been when I'm right, it's right. So I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price. When the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day. And we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way. Skyrockets in sight. Earnings call to light. All right. On the 26th, we've got Tesla, TSLA, LMT, Logitech, LOGI, MKL, HAS. On the 27th, we've got Microsoft, Google, Visa, V, uh, UPS, Starbucks, SBUX, Triple M, 
AMD, GE, Sirius XM Radio, SIRI. On the 28th, we've got Apple, Facebook, PayPal, Pfizer, McDonald's, Shopify, uh, Boeing, BMY, another one of our ones on our list. Oh, yeah. Uh, Valet, Vale, another one. Uh, Ford, 29th, Amazon, uh, MA, Comcast, uh, CMC, SA, MRK, AstraZeneca, AZN, uh, T-Mobile, TMUS, Budweiser, BUD, Philip Morrison, MO, PINs, Pinterest. Wow. On 30th, Procter & Gamble, uh, ExxonMobil, XOM, and Chevron, CVX. A lot of earnings coming this week. Fucking busy-ass week. Really busy. All the big tech earnings are this week. So be uh, watching the triple Qs here. Well, I hope my SOXS shares come back on a lot of bad earnings. Boo to the market. Do you have anything on the momentum list to cover? Uh, Yeah, actually, I do. Let me pull that up here. (laughs) Pepsi ended up being uh, five day in a row at the beginning of the week. (laughs) Are you just just reporting on that one just to fuck with me? Hey, I always, every five in a row I report on. Okay, all right. I really do. (laughs) Five's the magic number. Um, Yeah, I know. And, and nobody else hit five through the week, so... Pepsi's all-time high, too. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> um, we ended Friday, <laughs> got, like, eBay's back on the list two days in a row. They're hitting all-time highs. Mm-hmm. Um, Otis, elevator company, four days in a row. Oh, they've got earnings this week, too. I didn't write yeah, them down. They're, they're they're running up to earnings. The, the ones... Uh, Blackstone, BX, had four in a row. Carrier Global, CARR, had four in a row. Uh, but I, what I realized is the value of this list is, is something because that I, that I saw because Target is back on two days in a row, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God damn it, Target! You're always on here. Why am I not using my technical analysis skills to, you know, trade Try to this? make plays on it? Yeah. yeah. So like like we were talking about earlier, when it's hit the all time high, like you can draw that level of like, all right, and this has got to be support, and then there's the level belief beneath it. There's there's two spots where it can comfortably find support, and if it if it hits those spots and starts turning around the big green candle, it's like holy shit. Okay, now's the time to buy Target. It got on yeah. my list, so it's saying watch me to go down and find support. So right. I actually started a watch list specifically for that and right now i'm watching uh blackstone mcdonald's nike and target to to can we get uh can we get a post on that can you do a write-up on on what your strategy is or what you're trying to test out with us yeah yeah because i've talked about the list plenty of time i think that make a great article yeah 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 and mcdonald's one of them and then kind of show what you're looking at well i'd like to pick mcdonald's because i i if you recall on the, if you look it up, it's it's I think on the 14th of July, I mm-hmm. made a bad McDonald's options play because it hit a new high, right. but it didn't have enough volume confirmation, and it went down. Mm. And on the 19th, if you look at the the four hour, you see this beautiful morning star, fucking <laughs> goddamn gravestone doji right after a big red candle, and it just it just went from 228 to 242 wow before pulling back on a four-hour tweezer top uh yeah right like so so like why did i stop watching 
that's my problem. Like I keep, I stop watching and move on to the next <laughs> thing. And it's like, no, 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 Dan, you can make really great trades if you just keep watching. Cause, cause I, you know, I knew the importance of that fucking $238 level. Mm-hmm. And if I was watching it with what I'm watching now, the way I'm watching now, when I saw it hit that support and the next day it's a, it's a nice juicy, big green candle. That's the buy signal for me uh, right. in, in the short term trading. So I really, I could have bought calls at, Oh, it was two twenty eight. I could have bought calls, Kyle, at two thirty four and it would be it's up fucking eight dollars. Eight dollars of Delta? Come on. Oh man, that would have been nice. Right? Anyway, so so uh, yeah, I'll write that up uh on, yeah. on how I plan to start using the list and uh going forward. I, I like if they're if they keep hitting fifty two week highs like target over and over again, like this will work. Like is it, as long as it stays mm-hmm. full. Well, even if it doesn't, then you know it levels too for the downside. Exactly. Exactly. The longer I yep. do it. Yeah. Anyway, that t- concludes my list. Should we uh, quickly touch on how our swing picks did? Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, obviously, HZNP broke above its trigger, peaked over 103 Friday. Yep. Uh, Vale broke below its trigger, but it rebounded pretty quick, and that was kind of uh, the theme on some of these. LYV did the same thing, but that wasn't on our list, I don't think. Um, Capital One, I think, was the other one that broke below, yeah, and then seemed like it found support at that level and then shot right back up. I think yep. part of our issue was we went, our TSM did as well. I think part of our issue was that we weren't waiting for the confirmation on those. Yeah. BMY was one of the other ones I had on there that did break above its trigger today. So I'll be watching that Monday to decide whether or not I want to try to move into it. Uh, They also have earnings coming up, though, on Wednesday. So that might actually rule that one out, unless I can just hold it for two days. You know, I'm looking at that veiled one-day chart. Mm -hmm. And that red candle that... Yeah, it wasn't coming. I look at the one day, it wasn't to, up to the average. Okay, the four hour, it looks really good. <laughs> it definitely turned. We should have cut those as soon as they turned around. Yeah. Um, we held those definitely too long. If it comes up, I mean, you can expect it to come back up to that level that it broke down below, but it should be holding that as resistance if you're playing the downside. Um, we did not cut it once it jumped back above. We should have cut it at that point. I did a good job with Vale. I don't know why I bought it to begin with. I shouldn't have been buying the calls to start with, but I did switch to the puts as soon as it dropped below, but I should have cut my losses as soon as it went back up above, and I did not. Uh, I think we're going to be adding Johnson & Johnson to our list, though. I think we both looked at that and saw that it's got a really nice ascending triangle pattern. Yes. Oh, yes. So juicy. I think it was a, a double top or a triple top. Uh, I think I searched multiple tops when I was looking for it. Okay, right now it's 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 so close. We're about to find out if it's gonna turn around or break through. Like it's gonna happen mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday. We'll find out. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's at one seventy one seventy nine and the top is like at one seventy two fifty. Like Yep. It's less than a percentage yeah, point away. It looks like it's right there. Yeah. It's, it's a half a percentage point away. We're gonna find out. It's probably Monday. Yeah. Another good thing is on Friday, Procter & Gamble has their earnings. So, I mean, they're, Procter & Gamble and Johnson & Johnson are really similar companies. So, if you can watch their earnings uh, and expect Johnson & Johnson to move in sympathy. Yeah. All right. Should we, uh, should we jump into crypto? 
Oh, yeah, let's talk about crypto. God, I keep forgetting how long our show's getting because we have more and more segments. <laughs> right? Hey, this one's been popularly requested. of cryptocurrency I know you're greedy I know your needs You need that Bitcoin either NFT Cult of cryptocurrency Like Elon Musk tweets his doji The cult of cryptocurrency Cult of cryptocurrency. Cult of cryptocurrency. All right. Well, Kyle, do you have anything that's real quick? Yeah. Uh, I noticed uh, crypto miners are buying up now entire power plants. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait. Wait, what? Yeah. Let's see what it says. These companies are in search of what's called stranded power, which could be an existing power plant, abandoned facility with access access to dormant energy sources. Okay, okay. Example: crypto mining company called Core Scientific moved into an old denim factory that had near exclusive access to a nearby hydroelectric dam. Others have simply bought gas burning power plants to directly power their operations. Fuck. So, yeah, here in America, they just they buy the power plants rather than steal the power. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got excellent thieves here too. Don't you? No, no, I'm sure we do. Don't you denigrate American thievery? Uh, no. <laughs> no, what I'm imagining is like, we're sorry, Mister and Missus Thomas, but they bought the power company. We have to disconnect you. They need it for the Bitcoin. <laughs> No, I think what they're doing is they're buying abandoned ones or ones that aren't being like, okay, that aren't okay. really being used anymore. That's, yeah, that's more on the level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no PlayStation Five for you, Timmy. <laughs> the real question is who's running the power plant, right? Do they have? I to... I mean, you can buy a. Shit. You still need somebody to operate it. Yeah, you need employees. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. That guarantees you've got to constantly sell Bitcoin. Yep. Be good for the people working at those plants. Or energy shit. Yep. Not good for getting away from natural gas because that's probably which ones they're buying because those are the ones that are getting decommissioned. We're <laughs> shutting down all these gas burning plants to put solar in. And now Bitcoin's coming up and snatching those up so that way they can power their Bitcoin operations. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. Not uh, not even to solve puzzles that for the good of mankind, just to do busy work. Oh, yeah. God, the world's an awful place. Oh, <laughs> well, you had a good story, though. That's the one I want to talk about. Amazon is hiring a digital currency. Oh, this is we didn't talk about this one. Should I skip it? Uh, go ahead okay. and just talk. Yeah, throw it in there. And that's not the uh, one I wanted to hear, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bit- Bitcoin got a lot of uh, bullish news stories printed about it this uh, this week. I recently read uh, Friday on uh, the Amazon is hiring a digital currency and blockchain expert. Uh, so it may hmm. be coming that Amazon takes Bitcoin. Takes Bitcoin, or you think they're going to make their own crypto? Um, their own currency that you can use to make purchases for their services? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What? Jesus. I can't imagine that would pass the anti-monopoly law stuff. Why? Uh, I mean, there's nothing that regulates cryptocurrencies, really, is there? 
at least not yet. Well, I guess as long, but if you're so, that would be like the only cryptocurrency they'd accept. Oh, I don't know about that, but maybe they just want to make their own. They might. They might. This. This. This was not. Nobody in writing this article had that opinion. Uh, oh, okay. They. They were just considering that Amazon may be moving to accept cryptocurrencies as payment for product. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I gotta imagine. And now that we're talking about it, hold, I think you're on the right track because. If if I'm Amazon and I accept Ethereum and well, maybe they're going to phase out third-party sellers and the third-party seller needs their cash, then I've got to convert that Ethereum into cash, mm-hmm. right? So wouldn't they end up just becoming like a currency exchange? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you just pay it out in whatever their currency is. Might be easier than trying to actually convert it with cash because they are global, right? They are, yeah, um, and that well, and that gets into. I, I, you remember we were talking about the uh, the B word conference with Kathy Wood, Elon Musk, and Jack Dorsey. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that's the one I wanted to hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened. <laughs> uh, and so did they talk about hamster coin? Oh no! Believe it or not, really? They're, they're... I thought that's the biggest threat. Okay, this article did not mentioned jack dorsey's favorite hamster coin uh jack dorsey sorry <laughs> uh apparently they're all there shilling and boosting bitcoin um and jack dorsey was like the bitcoin he anticipates a future where bitcoin's widely adopted around the globe believing it will benefit mm-hmm. humanity uh promoting individual wealth security and productivity he said He's been hiring programmers to build an open source Bitcoin hardware wallet. I don't know what that would entail or what that means. I don't know what that means either. But it seems like that's a significant phrase I just said. <laughs> okay. It uh, sounds important. Right. Maybe we can maybe we can ask Edmund when we have him on the show on Tuesday. Right? I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's write that down. So and apparently Elon Musk came out on the conference and uh, said, if the price of Bitcoin goes down, I lose money. I might pump, but I don't dump. <laughs> I yeah. love a good Elon story. Yeah. Oh, that, this doesn't have anything to do with crypto, but I did see that uh, he did comment on uh, a, something that popped up. Uh, let me find the story real quick. Somebody came out and made a, a bunch of rocket-themed dildos after Bezos' rocket, quote, penetrates the ozone that <laughs> <laughs> elon oh. responded to it nice nice it was even nice rocket dildos it was <laughs> it was the best was the the names of the the, the rockets uh let's see blue orgasm yeah uh, space sex and galadic <laughs> galactic version galactic galactic oh that's awesome yeah, so speaking of pumping Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kyle, he <laughs> pumps, but he never dumps. Uh, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, no, God. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut that. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So what What about Dogecoin then? I guess he doesn't. If you don't own it, can you be pumping it? Well, you, yeah, you, I guess there's no dump if you never bought it. So he's just pumping, but he never bought it. So there's no dump. What's the problem? I guess. He's just manipulating markets. The whole thing feels like a big pump. The whole thing feels slimy. Yeah. 
Jack Dorsey was just done saying that Ethereum is trash, hamster coin was better, and now he's saying Bitcoin is the thing of the future. Yeah. It's like, make up your fucking mind, buddy. Why are we listening to him? Exactly. Like He, he doesn't seem like an expert. <laughs> no. Well, let's stop talking about him for a while. I keep calling him Dempsey, so let's see how much I care about him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a boxer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, Jack Dempsey, talking about the Bitcoin. Oh, God. All right, Dan. Is it time? Are you going to smoke that skin wagon? <laughs> well, that, that wasn't the Western-themed imagery I thought you were going to evoke, but uh, yeah, I'll smoke that skin wagon. That was, uh, that was the way one guy at work used to say it. I worked at the Stillville. We gave him so much shit for that. <laughs> smoke that skin wagon? What was he intending to say? Uh, skin that smoke wagon. <laughs> As in, draw your gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh my god. Well, my good was successfully following Vico's plan twice to great profits. Yes, I'm excited yeah. to give it a try. D- identifying those levels, uh, you know, where he puts them makes it a lot easier. Uh, and then watching, mm-hmm. watching it go through one or the other, because I, I, there isn't a time where I've been watching his plan. I'll pick, I'll pick my favorite one or two where it doesn't yeah. hit the level. And if you're day trading, like, at least hit significant like 80 percent profit mm-hmm. at some point it might turn around and yep. and go do the other way but right where he picks it is just like a great point to get in for a high probability day trade yeah what to put i'll put a link to his uh, twitter profile in the description of this one so people can check him out i highly recommend following him he puts out yep. some really good stuff at torio trades t-o-r-i-o trades we need to get him back on again i think yeah oh yeah yeah, give give him a new theme song. I think maybe once I get through a few episodes of the uh, options course, we'll get him back in. What was your good? All right, my good. HZNP. I felt really good about how we identified that one, and then the making the trade based on on what we saw. Yeah, I uh, felt like I did a good job of confirming the move, jumping in with a good price, uh, still holding it. Probably should have sold it today, but um, I don't know. Still looked good. Yeah, I mean, you jumped in. And it hit it's it been it hit my list two days in a row on Friday. So I mean, yeah, some of them get up to five days in a row. You know, and that's not unheard of. Well, I mean, I have a price target too, and I probably should have cut half of them when it hit you know one hundred two fifty to one hundred three when it looked like it was starting to stall out. But uh, I don't know. I figured trust our plan, right? Our plan said look for around one hundred eight is the first level based yep. on the Fibonacci retracement. So I'm gonna look for something a little closer to that. What was your bad? Oh, my bad was... Well, I guess I should save that for my ugly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad was entering too many trades. Uh, I, mm. I, We'd already talked about it. I knew I only get three day trades, and I was trying to do these like multi-day trades, but with like a day trade setup, and that's fucking risky yeah. as hell, and I lost my shorts because of it, because I couldn't limit yeah. my trade. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
too many trades. Uh, you know, I maybe, yeah, uh. I had some home runs. I scored real big with some AMC calls in the beginning of the week, but I rolled them right into some losing AMC calls by the end of the week. Right. Uh, my bad was getting cute with AMC, too. It did not work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exceeded. Because I exceeded that max allowance, that means I had to stop for the rest of the week and actually missed out on a really profitable setup that I wanted to take. But I felt like I had to hold myself to that because I think I definitely broke my rule of how many trades I could have mm-hmm. <laughs> open. And I probably even broke the amount of losers in a row. Although I think I psychologically, or in my, in my mind, I basically tricked myself. I was like, ooh, I found a loophole. If I don't close it, it's not a loser yet. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah okay uh, that's i'm only hurt myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i think selectivity is what really needs to come back it actually ties into my ugly but i'll let you go give your ugly first oh my ugly was i just lacked discipline all week mm. i had no discipline you rack a discipline <laughs> yeah i had no discipline all week <laughs> uh and and I and it was affecting my my head game, and then I got overwhelmed with work, and I still didn't like walk away from trading. I was still like, no, right. I'm keep doing this. And it was like the more frantic I got mentally in my head, the worse I was doing everything, not just trading, but even work and like interacting with right. people and making decisions. Like everything started to suffer, and yeah, uh, uh, it took it took a bit for me to be able to like start saying things to people like like no i can't do this no i can't do that uh to to, to realize like i need some fucking breather time for not just trading but like anything i need you know i need some fucking i need to recharge right and and i gotta go back to work in the fucking morning it's just killing me uh uh but Mm. by the end of the week i had worked my way out of most of the trouble and i'm in in just longer longer term positions and uh mm-hmm. i am my fucking mark mark my words on this show i am not trading next week i'm taking a week off from stock trading are you i'm gonna watch but i'm not I'm, i'll close positions i might close positions i have but i need to take a week and for my own personal discipline and just fucking i won't do any trades it'll clear out all my day trades so i'll have all of them available at one time and I will paper trade, and and I I have to do it. I have to do it because I gotta fucking I gotta clear my head, and I gotta come back mm-hmm. in as a trade pro and not a gambler. Like like uh, you're, like you're saying, think, you yeah. you lose too many in a row. You've got to take a, You can't trade for the rest of the week. Like I've lost yep. enough money to where I can't trade the whole week. Like I gotta be in timeout. I gotta fucking. I gotta have the discipline to 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 do that to myself. Yeah, you gotta have consequences too for when you break your personal rules. If you don't have those right. consequences, then then the, what's the point of having the rules? Yeah, the rule means yeah. nothing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my ugly is kind of similar. I felt like I've been trying to force trades all this mm-hmm. week, and the trades that worked the best have been the ones that I let come to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, the HZNP, that trade came to me. I identified the setup and then I executed the setup when the setup happened. Yeah. Not when I th- was trying to force a trade. And, and you, yeah. You found that on a Finviz screener too, didn't you? Yeah. And a lot of it just feels like it's just me wanting to be in something. And 
<laughs> that's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not a recipe for success. Uh, that, that's like you said, that's gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be making, I want to be making good decisions and making money and not to just be, you know, throwing money on the house or on the spin of the roulette wheel. Yeah. Trying to get as many spins as I can. And well, the, <laughs> get as many spins as you can. You'll win eventually. Right. It reminds me of something I told my grandma when she was asking me to teach her poker. Yeah. Uh, I said, if your goal is to win the most pots, well, then just never fold. You'll win the most pots. But if your goal is to win the most money, then you have to be a lot more selective with which hands you play. Yeah. And I think there's a, yeah, that's definitely a correlation here. Our goal isn't to win the most trades. Our goal is to win the most money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? Anyway. So, yeah, next week's going to be, uh, I'll probably be clamping down on it again. Um, I think I did that a month or two ago, and I had a lot more success when I was being a lot more selective, and I feel like it's gotten away from me again, so I need to, I think if I can't uh, limit my moves, if I feel like I'm forcing them again, or maybe if you tell me I'm forcing them, maybe I'll do the same thing, take a week off. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever gone back and looked at <laughs> the setups for your trades. <laughs> well, I mean, buying calls on Vale. What was I thinking? We already drew the levels out. Yeah. I. Yeah, what were you thinking? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was going to go up, and I just decided to bet on it. <laughs> Think, thinking thinking with, your, with your gut. At least with TSM, I bought it after it went below our trigger, but... Right? I don't know. Yeah, those other ones. Those, no, yeah. Yeah, TSM faked us out Monday morning. And those are okay. Those are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All are right. We, are we ready we to make a bet? Start in the center of a universe. Let's for every one of us. Consequence for one of us. Make our picks with no regret. Every open, every close, every spread. I think you get to go first, which is good because I haven't picked anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go ahead, Dan. Okay. Uh, I promised a big reveal at the end of the episode of my bet that will shock you. Uh, okay. Kyle, I'm going to bet on a little stock called AMC. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, swinging this for the fences. This is probably the week to do it. Yep. So winging for them fences. I think this is the week to do that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, God damn it. What am I going to do? Uh, well, if you lose, you're going to have to send a dick pic to your grandma. <laughs> Does that have to be my dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, shit. I kind of like BMY. I kind of like HCMP. Oh, I bought I bought BMY calls. Kind of like Apple too. Oh, you did? Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, you didn't put that on the list either. <laughs> they're long. They're longer term. I gave them time to breathe. Yeah, that's probably a good move. Um, I'm gonna go with HCMP. I think that's that's my best one. Yeah, it's the one that's making me money right now. Might as well at least try to ride that. No, that's that's solid. Like I was saying earlier, they got two in a row. I I've seen as high as eight or nine, but I've seen plenty get to mm-hmm. four and five. And 
I don't know about a stop loss for it. Maybe maybe you would want a trailing stop loss since is that all. I don't think I want. Nice? I don't know that I want a stop loss. Because I'm behind. Yeah, it's the last week. What am I saving it for? <laughs> what am I saving it Oof. for, right? I yeah. know, right? Yeah. Yeah, no stop loss. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> all right. All right. Random yeah, stock. First Horizon Corporation, FHN, is a financial company on the New York Stock Exchange. Mm. Okay. FHN, you beautiful bastard. I hope you go down. I think it just found support. I was going to say, which banks have uh, been doing earnings lately? Which banks got earnings? I think all of them already. They're usually the first uh, in the earnings cycle, so I think they're mostly done. Oh, yeah, shit. Look, they found support at 15. If you go back to January 2021, you can see where where the... And you can see the volume profile candle stick out, and it caught it real good. Mm -hmm. Yes, it did. And now it's stair-stepping, and it could get up to 16.50. It might go up a dollar. Fuck. Fuck you, Random. God damn it. Well, at least you got the... <laughs> at least you got the one that can really move. Yeah, that's true. Well, do you think... Do I think what? No, I think, actually, the more I look at it, I think uh, First Horizon, they uh, they just had a rounding top. And because they broke that 1625 level, like, this is pushing bear territory. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, because yeah, the... Uh... Yeah, the the updates don't have a whole lot of the volumes decreasing on those updates. It's gonna retest that that fifteen dollar line, and when it breaks through, it might be a good time to buy some puts on that motherfucker. See it drop down to fourteen or twelve. Uh, if it if it breaks fifteen, I think it's dropping down to thirteen. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, look at that. Oh, all well, right. Thanks for bringing that to my attention, Take- random. <laughs> Take us home, Dan. All right, folks. Thank you so much for sticking around. We're glad you made it through all the way to the end with us. We love you so much. Uh, we, if you, if you love us, show that love by liking, subscribing, sharing, letting everybody know, getting everybody into the shop here along with us. Uh, smash that like button. Smash it. Boom. Oh, wait. Like a wait. bull. That's YouTube. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Sma- <laughs> smash your car horn if you're listening in the car. That, and everybody yeah. will know. That's the universal sign for we, we, we love the China shop is honking the horn. That's simple enough, right? Everybody right. can remember it. Yeah, we can all do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, folks, until next time, happy trades. Bye, folks. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.